Hello, listeners. This is the Misty Music Podcast. Thanks for joining us. I'm David, and with me now, and for as long as this podcast will be around, is Lucy. How are you, Lucy? Yeah, very good, thank you. Hello, everyone. Did you say fine? Yeah, I'm amazing. Amazing. Okay, yeah. that's better. That's Incredible. a bit better than fine. Incredible. I'll, I'll, I'll take that. <laughs> Incredible is good. Um, well, um, I just want to say to you, Lucy, I'm keeping this seat warm for you because eventually you're going to be presenting this podcast, not me. So um, so just as, that's all I'm doing. I'm keeping this seat warm. So have we agreed on that? Yeah, for now. Yeah, we'll agree for it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm a noob. So, so I'm yeah. a noob at yeah. it. So, so um, I'll let you, I'll let you, I'll let you. Of, yeah, let, let you find your feet a wee bit and. And then, you know, then I'll hand the reins over to you. So, yeah. Yeah, give me a chance to kind of get yourself <laughs> self together. In this episode, this very first episode, we are going to be discussing Marquee Moon by Television. Before we get into that, there's a few wee things just to tell you. Suppose if you haven't already listened to our preview episode, um, this pod- podcast is really about removing the mist that surrounds certain albums, artists, musical genres. Well, what I think about that, when I think about certain artists, certain musical genres, in my head, it's quite misty. Um, would you agree on that, Lucy? How would you describe um, when you think about artists that you don't know much about? How would you? Yeah, it's fair enough. It's um, You maybe think you know, so you've got a bit of an image there, but you're not sure what quite what it means to you or what you, how you see it. So, yeah. yeah, I think Misty's fair enough and it sounds very cool. Misty's very nice. We ah, like the mist that's... here in Scotland, so... We do. Yeah, yeah so, yeah, I'm liking that, yeah. <laughs> plenty of so... it. Yeah, we went through so many different uh, names, didn't we? Um... Yeah, to kind of come back to the same thing, eh, didn't we? Like... <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it might not be the, the most, uh, you know, compelling um, title in the world, but it's it's <laughs> it does the job, I think. So we're going to stick with the Misty Music Podcast for the for the time being, and hopefully for forever. The way we're doing this is, um, like I say, you can get more um, information on the preview episode if you want to know more about our backstory and how this podcast came about. You can listen to that. So what Lucy suggested uh, for this episode is that we listen to Marquee Moon. Now that is an album that I hadn't heard um, until very recently. Um, and for this podcast, and it's an album that Lucy knows very well. So, um, looking forward to getting into it, and I'm sure um, I've kept all my thoughts to myself so far on the album, so that when uh, I reveal them, Lucy will have heard them for the first time, and that's what we want to keep it. We want to keep the element of surprise. We also have a we've got we've got a Twitter account, um, so if you want to follow us, you can follow us at Misty Music Pod. Or you can email us if um, that's still your, your thing um, at mistymusicpod at gmail.com. All right, so check us out there, leave us messages, talk to us about um, the, the podcast, maybe even make suggestions on future episodes, things like that, um, because we might get guests on as well. well. Maybe a guest can bring an album that neither myself or Lucy have heard and they can bring that to us and we can we can discuss it that way. Um, so yeah, it's, it's early days. We, we'll just let the podcast evolve and and become what it needs to become, basically. So let's let's get into Marquee Moon then, Lucy. So yeah. um so this album I, I guess is pretty important to you. So I suppose why? My first introduction to television in Marquee Moon was through my dad. Like a lot of the kind of music that I mm-hmm. uh, certainly was exposed to early on was through my dad and then driving in cars and and um, playing albums, so so television was one that was on quite regular and probably 
quite often throughout my my life still gets played so um yeah it was partly I think I credit this this as well to why I love albums so much because mm. you know driving in cars listening to full albums you're not know, skipping everything mm-hmm. or picking random songs like you possibly do now with playlists and things so um it means a lot to me because it was like nothing I'd ever heard before. Well, I was only young, but even then it 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 was just so strange and and different and layered and all this sort of stuff that we'll kinda of go on to talk about um in the podcast. But I suppose it just it it makes me proper happy listening to it and mm. That's probably for the kind of nostalgic reasons of growing up with it and bonding with my dad over music. So, um, so yeah, that's probably mostly where it's where it's came from for picking it for 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 the podcast first. I don't claim to know everything about them or everything where all the elements fit within it. Sure, but um, but yeah, so that's that's why I've picked this one. Yeah, but it's pretty deep. That's a pretty deep connection to it, you know. Something yeah. you know, as a young kid and your that connection with your dad and all that, you know. As yeah, well. absolutely. So that's, that's pretty. That's pretty strong. Yeah. Um, you know, um, my my, you know, when I listen to music, it's my older brother really, and well, my two older brothers, to be honest, that, that influenced my music style. My dad <laughs> liked music, but it was very much a casual thing, so I didn't really get that music bug from him. Um, you know, my mum loved Motown, so I'd hear lots of Motown in the house. Oh, I love that. Like that. I like your mum already. Yeah. <laughs> which is good. Um, but but yeah, yeah, no, but that's so so obviously you've got that deep connection. So what what age would you have been when you were sitting in your dad's car listening to this kind of stuff? Probably well, I can't remember the exact first time I would have heard it because it probably just would have been playing for as long as I can kind of can remember, eh? Mm-hmm. So um so it's not I can't say I had a definite moment where I was like first time hearing it and had having thoughts on it, and it was just kind of gradually always, always there for me. So, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. so yeah. I mean, I would have been growing up probably paying more attention to early teens when I started mm-hmm. paying a bit more attention to it. So yeah, so yeah, Aye. early teens I would go for. Early teens, good. A bit different oh. to what probably my peers were listening to it at the time you know yeah, so, yeah, I can imagine. so, so um so it's can i ask i know you're normally ask a lady on age but just in terms of context so how long have you been kind of it's lucky i'm no lady then you can i can tell you my age. like i'm in my early, early 30s so um yeah. yeah so growing up in the 90s really with, with so probably with, a good like you know 15 to 20 years of this is this yeah. around your life and you know ah, yeah okay. yeah absolutely Superb. Well, I, as I said, I hadn't heard this album before. Um, in another podcast that I do, some of our listeners would be had been talking about this album, you know, oh, and their, their timelines and stuff, you know, um, Pete, uh, Jim, a few others, you know, talking about Mark E. Moon. And it was just all this, what this, this name, this album that we come up from time to time and we're just talking generally about music on Twitter, you know, um, yeah. and, um, but I never, I went, oh, okay, right. You know, and that was that. You know, I never really acted upon it or anything. You know, so um, and I'd heard the title track and also Venus on BBC Six Music before, um, just because I listen. I usually listen to Six Music in the car um, when I'm driving to work and driving home from work, um, mainly because I want to try and find just a wee nugget sometimes. 
Um, yeah. You wade through a lot of rubbish on the radio, even if it's a fairly decent radio station, there'll still be some of it are kind of crap you have to yeah through. i even but, struggle with red, uh, radio six sometimes yeah, but just absolutely. To, yeah there's certain djs and certain you know um yeah. at time you've got giddy and co and stuff which is plays a lot of really cool stuff and weird stuff and you know um what's the guy's on at seven o'clock mark yeah mark riley mark riley yeah. aye, aye. so so that's that's cool stuff you know but not so much you know in the, in the drive time stuff and all that's a bit kind of you yeah. know just you know yeah. it doesn't, it doesn't really appeal to me as much but anyway i digress it was so <laughs> i've heard i've heard those two songs um, and i think venus was after um tom verlaine had died um so i think they were playing that you know in tribute to him so that was the first time i'd heard that um so i heard i heard both of them um before but only the ones kind of on the radio and and i didn't dislike them um but it didn't pull me in enough to want me to go, oh, I really should check this album. That's Marky Moon that I've heard other people talking about. I really need to go and now and find this album and listen to it. So it kind of just passed. It never really went any further for me. Um, <laughs> but the other thing is as well, my experience with who I thought television were is is weird because, I, well, I thought they were English for a start. Okay, wow. I didn't, okay. didn't realise they were from New York. So... Um, I also thought that Barry Adamson played bass for them, too. So it turns out I was getting them mixed up with magazine. Yeah, my, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so I was thinking television, thinking magazine, more well, television and vice versa kind of thing. So, but again, magazine, they're another band that I'm, I'm kind of, yeah. you know, gravitating towards. I have to be honest. Um, maybe, maybe this is for another episode. Maybe we could do maybe. a bit of that. Maybe you know, <laughs> so I could pick one. I um so of course I was aware of the band, you know, being in the news recently again because because of Tom Rolling dying and and I'd read an article in The Guardian um about him and it did pique my interest because in the article they were talking about his guitar playing and his his style and all that and it and it was it was starting to this sounds sounds really cool. Um so but I remember when we started talking about doing this for the this episode, I mean you'd said in the text to me one of the best guitar albums, in fact, of all time, in my opinion. So that was mm-hmm. what you said to me over text. And, and again, I was like, yeah, there's something going on. This, this, this you know, being a guitarist, um, yeah, th- th- there's bound to be something in here that, that's going to pique my interest here. You yeah. know, because I've heard it now a few times, you've, you're saying it, and I really value your, your opinion. Obviously, reading that article, so I'm thinking this guy must have been quite special, you know, yeah. um, as a guitarist. Um so I've listened to the album. I've probably listened to the album about six or seven times for the podcast. Um, so when I first uh, heard the opening chords to like no, um, see no evil, mm-hmm. I thought, yeah, it's pretty basic, you know, pretty standard stuff. Then when Tom started singing, I was like, don't know, mm, not sure. I wondered um, how you would how you would think about his voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, but then it slowly started revealing itself slowly it was really slow at the start and then the more i listened to the album like time after time it just started hitting me really quickly bang yeah. bang 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 there's this they're going on there's that going on and it just started overwhelming me yeah. and i was like and i and um then i just completely got it you know and then i've came to the conclusion lucy this is a fucking brilliant album yeah it is, it is absolutely incredible <laughs> i love it i genuinely love it i've, I've ordered a copy on vinyl because I, I need to own this album um oh so. you have no idea how happy that makes me <laughs> it is, it's it's um it's just it's just i'm, I'm so 
do, do, do you ever get it when someone talks about an album and it's you know it's kind of like people say oh this is a seminal album and all that and you just you just you kind know, of get a little bit bored by hearing it and you're just like oh, you almost get a bit resistant to 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 like absolutely and I thought, is this going to be one of these albums that just resonates with certain people because that's just their, their, their style of music or that's their vibe? And but maybe just universally, it's no really, you know, breaking out of that that kind of category or whatever you want to call it for other people. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I'm kind of waffling shit here, but no, <laughs> but, you no. know, but it isn't it just hearing it and see the music is it's absolutely stunning. And we'll get into it in terms of like track by track. But wow. I yeah, just... but because it is that kind of what you would maybe say kind of niche, what people, mm. what you think it's maybe part of a scene or part of a, a, a section of music that's forced certain people. And mm. but it 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 is accessible in some ways, although it's maybe oh. not an easy easy listen for a lot of people. And like you say, you said that you had to listen to it a few times and then getting it and more and picking up more of the layers and the, what's all going on and so um yeah I like that it's not been too difficult for you or too yeah. o- almost because was it a bit obscure to you at, at first was it did it feel like or it could have been not massively you, obscure to be right. honest um, Lucy I think it was I think it was just just different from the from from the music I normally listen to, you know. Although I can't hear when we get into it in individual songs, and um, I can't hear other bands that I like, you know, loosely. I like a lot, and I can hear their influence on them, yeah. you know. Um, and obviously, doing a wee a little bit of research and looking into, you know, television's legacy and all that, you know, it's quite clear that they have influenced basically an alternative rock scene in the eighties yeah. and the nineties and stuff, you know. So that makes a lot of sense to me when I hear certain things on this album. Um, so no, it wasn't wasn't too obscure. I think maybe maybe vocal at times, you know, when it's just a wee bit kind of different. Um, uh-huh. it's, you know, he's, he's like a he's like an off key Mick Jagger at times. You know, it's kind of like right. it's, it's uh, that's how kind of sounds to me. But I love it yeah. when he when he when he actually goes off key at times, just subtle subtle wee bits. It's obviously character. That's what he's what he's intending to do. It's not. It's not, oh, he's, he's kind of, oh, that's the best take he could do. It's not, it's clearly not that. It's just him. It's his angst. Yeah. It's his kind of emotion. And that's where it's taking his voice and it's real. And you know what I mean? Yeah. So once I kind of, eventually that became obvious to me, I was like, no, I love this guy's voice, you know? And, yeah. And, and then you, you start know. picking up on the wee subtle things, like you say, if he sing, like intentionally sings off key or what, you start noticing these wee subtle changes in some of the, some of the later songs in the, in the album yeah. that just, they almost, there's times that where it kind of kills me. It, there's some bits where it, you know. Yeah, so yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Once you tune into that, um, I'm glad you picked up on that. Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. But there's, I mean, the whole band, all four of them, are are absolutely brilliant at what what they're doing um, yeah. on this album, you know. And and um, you know, being being a being a guitarist, I, you know, when I first heard that, I thought it was just one guitarist. And I thought, how the hell does one guitarist play this live? Obviously, it's been layered. So I'm like, how the hell did they pull this off live? And then I realised there was a second guitarist. I went, oh, that makes a lot more sense then, because trying to recreate this stuff live with just one guitarist, I was like, how the hell are they going to do that? You know. So when I realised yeah. it was two uh, guitarists, I was like, oh right, that that makes a lot of sense, you know. Yeah. Um, and I've checked out live clips of them, you know, playing and stuff, you know, and just watched them, um, old grey whistle test and things like that, you know, and yeah, and old, old footage, and it looks just they're, they're a great band. Yeah, and I think Richard Lloyd should get a wee bit, not more credit or what, but 
his part in it was just as equal, I think, in the guitars. The mm-hmm. the two of them are as equal at what they do, you know, yeah, yeah, to, yeah. to to complement each other and kind of intertwine in each other, you know. But there's a lot of guitars going on. Yeah, I mean, I I tend to come in with a song, meaning a melody and a lyric, you know, and something to sing, and then which sort of dictates a chord structure. But I tend not to like just to hear a guy strumming chords, you know. So then it's down to making up parts that 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 add something to it while not cluttering it. So it's it's a lot of rehearsal and it's a lot of a. Sometimes Richard will play a part or a rhythmic figure or something. It doesn't quite fit at first, but then if we move it to the chorus, all of a sudden it sounds good, you know? So there's a lot of this, uh, in a way, because I'm always standing in the middle, I always hear what's going on from the guitar and the bass and the drum, whereas Richard doesn't hear the bass and he doesn't really hear me that well, so you have this confusion. So I'm there, even in the rehearsal room, I can hear it all and go, ah, well, this is that, and this note's a little off, and this, so... There really is a lot of uh, a lot of time put into arranging things, changing things. But I, I even think if you're, if guitar's not your instrument and you listen to this, you'll still love the guitars. You know, it's gonna. There's certain albums that I love for their drums. Yeah. You know, and I just oh, the drums are amazing on this album, and that's the thing that really you know pulls me in more than anything. So I think if you just love music, in the end of the day, you know, you're gonna you're gonna really appreciate what's going on here. Yeah. You know. So, but. Um, but aye, but I'm looking forward to getting into the individual tracks and talking about them. But I suppose we'll get a wee bit of background just for, for people listening about the album um, as well. So you might have to correct me on some some of the, the pronunciation. So is it Billy Ficker or Fika or... I've never heard it said out said, loud, so right. I, say, I, I say Fika. Fika. But I've never heard it said out loud, said like out a loud, lot of right. things in my life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's go with Fika, Billy Fika right. on drums. Um, I'm sure we'll be corrected if we're wrong. We will. I mean, correct <laughs> us. Please, please correct us if we're wrong. You know, I'm sure there'll be people on Twitter only too eager to correct us on that one. <laughs> um, we've got Richard Lloyd, as uh, Lucy mentioned, on guitar. We've got Fred Smith on bass, guitar, and vocals as well. Uh, actually, Richard Lloyd does some vocals as well. Um, and Tom Verlaine on guitar and keyboards, lead vocals, and he actually co-produces this album as well. Um, so yeah, so that's the four members of Television. Um, so the album itself, so Marquee Moon is a debut album by Television. It was released on the 8th of February 1977. And we're actually recording this on the 10th of February 2023. So what's that, 46 years ago? Just over yeah. 46 years ago yeah. this was released. Incredible. Wow. wow. Yeah. You know. um, so in the years leading up to this album, Television had become a prominent act on the New York music scene. The, the group rehearsed extensively in preparation for uh, making the album um, before recording it in September 76. It was produced by Tom Verlaine and sound engineer Andy Johns. Now, Andy Johns was a name that I thought, oh, I know that name. And I had to do a bit of Googling and I thought, that, that name's so familiar. And it's so weird because it, before he'd done like acts like Free and stuff, you know, and, yeah. and, and you know, he did that album with Jack Bruce from Cream and all that. He's kind of like more like traditional rock, kind of, yeah. you know, you know, yeah. kinda, you know, well, maybe not so much, uh, um, sorry, uh, your man Jack Bruce, because he's more of a jazz guy, but you know, um, but then I looked at what he did after that and in the 80s, it was all this like kind of hair rock and stuff, you know, in the 80s, like, you know, just so it's so weird. Like, like and I'm looking what all the albums that. he produced. And it's like, uh, this is, I'm so amazed it sounds the way it sounds, considering 
the other acts he worked with. So that's so interesting to me, you know. Uh, but I'm I geek out and things like that production and yeah, and like I know a whole. We'll maybe speak about this later. I'm maybe jumping ahead, but like the whole, you know, the. I think that was part of the condition that that they got the record deal where they did because mm-hmm. he, you know he wanted um, Tom Verlaine wanted to produce it himself, but but yeah. it was under the agreement that that he would be accompanied by this the engineer. You know mm-hmm. what was his name? Sorry, I missed uh, Andy Johns. Andy Johns, yeah, right, be accompanied by Andy Johns then. Yeah, no, absolutely, because I, I seem to get the vibe that they were they were given an offer the record deal um 74 i think it was with island records and they they, they knocked it back i think brian yeah. Eno did some did some demos with them yeah i think just before well. they actually started recording yeah yeah um but uh yeah so the 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 album itself is it's influenced well lyrically it's influenced by sort of bohemian and french poetry it's saying here and uh, verlaine's lyrics also feature puns and double entendres Intended to give the songs an impressionistic quality in describing his perception of an experience. It's a bit pretentious, that, but fair enough. We'll, we'll go with that. <laughs> um, so Marky Moon was met with widespread acclaim and was hailed by critics as an original musical development in rock music. Um, and the critical recognition helped the album achieve unexpected commercial success in the UK despite poor sales in the United States. So Marky Moon also proved to be a foundational record for of alternative rock. As, as television's innovation, um, innovative, sorry, post-punk instrumentation for the album strongly influenced the new wave and indie rock movements of the 1980s and rock guitar playing in general. And I can totally, without even reading that, I, I could hear it, you know, yeah. um, in this album, you know. Um, but yeah, those demos that they did with uh, Eno, so they did demos for Prove It, Friction, Venus and Marquee Moon in 74. Um, but uh, Tom Verlaine did not, like what Eno did with him. Um, he's quoted as saying, he recorded us very cold and brittle, no resonance. We are orientated towards really strong guitar music, sort of expressionistic. So clearly these demos didn't quite, yeah. it wasn't what uh, Berlin had in his head, I guess, about what, what he wanted to hear. Um, yeah, I, th- I think they were all pretty headstrong on what, what they were wanting and what they were trying to achieve and sound like and what, so it's not surprising me with some of the stuff that I've been I've been reading just this week about about how the direction they were wanting to go in and how they wanted it, the kind of control they wanted to have over yeah. how they sounded, you know. And absolutely, and I think that's the thing about the, the sound of the album. It sounds amazing. I mean, it sounds so fresh. Um, sitting listening to it, and again, I've, I, this is a, I, I've I've only listened to this album for you know what is the last two weeks or something. I've yeah, about that. Just this album, and this is it, it sounds so fresh. I, I wonder. Um, I think a big part of that's probably the fact that they were playing so long, and I think it's kind of well mm-hmm. documented that the fact that they record, they practiced, yeah, like yeah. extreme practice. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. it was like six days a week, mm-hmm. six, seven, eight hours a day or what. Yeah. So they had a long time of being a band before they actually got to the recording. Got the album, yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, performance wise, but even the way they 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 actually mixed it, it's just. Uh, just it just sounds so fresh and and just uh, real, <laughs> you yeah. know. Um, and I can see here that they actually played most of it live. You know, they were just going in and recording live. I've got the, this note here that it said that they the take for Marky Moon. Um, so they performed that live, but Billy Fika. He thought. Can't remember were... what we settled on. Fika. <laughs> I think it was Fika. <laughs> Fika. Fika. Um, so Billy, just just call him Billy. So Billy. Billy. Yeah. <laughs> so Billy thought it was a rehearsal. 
Uh-huh. And it wasn't, it was the recording. I love that. And then, and then Andy John said, like, we'll do another one. And Tom Valen says, no, we won't. That's it. I love that. And you're like, perfect. Love it. <laughs> so, um, bye. Um, what else? So let's look at the track listing and then we'll get into the song. So, so we've got See No Evil, Venus, Friction, Marquee Moon, Elevation, Guiding Light, Prove It, and Tone Curtain. So eight songs on the album. And it clocks in about, I think it's about 45 minutes yeah. um, on the album. So, aye. So very much looking forward to, to sort of discussing the album. So when I first, um, when I actually first put this on, I was actually, I was, I'd finished work and I was a bit tired and a bit sort of pissed off. Um, and, I, and I took my son swimming because he had the swimming lesson, like basically, so I picked him up, took him to swimming, put the earphones in and I thought, Maybe that maybe I shouldn't listen to it now because it might not get a fair crack with me. Yeah. Because if it's if I'm feeling this way, I might I might have a negative experience with it, you know, and I might not be giving it a fair fair shot here. Mm-hmm. But I did it anyway. I put it on, and to be honest, it lifted me. It really lifted my mood. <laughs> you know, um, this is probably not the album for a lot of people that would lift people's moods, but I think I think it is very uplifting without in any way being like cheesy or over the top or you know, there's there's like an abrasiveness under the whole album mostly. But it's just it just it just really lifted my mood, and I'm and I was even like nodding my head and like kind of like you know as I, I caught myself like tapping my feet and like nodding my head yeah. and along to the music like I probably looked like an idiot like standing in the swimming swimming bath you know just looking like totally isn't but. that strange though how sometimes if I if I'm in a rubbish mood or what and then you think if I put a happy song on it's going to make me feel happier but it just makes no. you feel more miserable. Absolutely, that's 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 one thing. Um, speaking to other other friends, that's exactly what we is say. that the same? Um, is that good? I'm worse. glad it's yeah, not just yeah. my own. No, experience. you need to listen to something grim, or, or <laughs> not, grim or grim or certainly not happy anyway. Yeah, you know, um, absolutely. Um, but the, but the get okay, back to the guitars. These are just notes I was taking. This is this is from my first listen. So um, the guitar, I'm just, I just put down here. The guitar just sings. It sings through the whole album. The whole it's just so melodious and and vocal guitars through the whole whole thing but rhythmical as well you know so it's, it's got everything um and it's a style that i i never play on guitar i wouldn't really know how to um but it's made me want to kind of try and learn some of these wee licks and and kind of riffs and stuff and i'll need to i'll need to try and do that because i really would like to play some of this stuff you know yeah um and uh and it's coming back to the, the six music thing it just it just struck me um there's so many bands i hear on that that are quite clearly try to get that sound and try to sound like that but they're totally missing the fucking point you know yeah. and they're trying to do that angular guitar stuff and it's just so twee and kind of like i don't want to say middle class that probably sounds wrong but you know what i mean it's like you know i don't know they're just getting it wrong you know yeah. and that, that it's like you're trying to do this stuff but you you don't have a clue what 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 it's at what's at its core you're yeah, trying to be different and trying to be I, it, there's so many bands that are kind of eating this style they're now, you know, the guitar bands, yeah. and it's just another, yeah, for, to my ears, certainly, anyway, they're, they're just yeah. not getting it right at all. Um, but the other thing is, is because of the guitar songs, tones, because they're so quite dry a lot of the times, um, there's absolutely no hiding place as a guitarist. You know, I'm a, I'm a kind of heavy, heavy, you know, my, you know, I like you know heavy music, you know, <laughs> extreme metal, you know, everything yeah. like that. And guitars are really heavily driven, and they, that can you may be you may be able to play very well to do that stuff, absolutely. But 
with when they're heavy and driven, you can it can hide a few mistakes. Uh-huh. But when your guitars are so stripped back, there's no hiding place. You need to be able to play this stuff right and yeah. like on the money. So that's what's so impressive to me about this. And and you know, it's just that you know you can't. Um, you know, there's, there is no hiding place at all. Um, but yeah, yeah, I, I think we. Um, sorry, I just, I just thought I would uh, share those kind of initial thoughts anyway. Me when I first listened to it. But, yeah, um, other kind of things I think in the guitar. Well, it's always spoke about like Tom Verlaine's kind of background with the guitar was, you know, he's a big classical fan, and you know, kind of came. I think he played piano and. Right, okay. went into saxophone and then before ah, okay. I think he I don't think he thought much of guitars like is that true right think, okay. yeah and then, ah. it, then it, when he started writing he, he was into the guitars and and then Richard Lloyd's background was much more rock you know mm. Hendrix and the kind right. of that kind of inspirations he said if you listen to his solo records they're like they tend to be the bar chord thing with the little bits and if you listen to mine they tend to be much more swirled around the vocal or in counterpoint to the vocal or, or arranged and it might be different backgrounds because we were talking the other day and he came out of his, I think his main introduction to music was rock and roll guitar players or blues buddy guy or or Jeff Beck for instance in the late 60s and with me it was I was taking piano when I was a kid so I really loved classical music for years and then um, when I was 11 I got into saxophone and just liked nothing but jazz for like five years and and I, I really didn't even like guitar for years I thought in jazz I thought guitar was the the wimp instrument it was always sort of playing these smushy chords right. under me <laughs> I thought yuck you know but then I think I heard the live yard bird five live yard birds record and this was real special for me because this was like uh, rhythmically really ferocious which it which you know, not akin in any way to a Coltrane record, but at least it had this drive to it that got me interested in guitar. And um, likewise, hearing some early Dylan things and hearing people doing different things with the lyrics, it just like I thought, uh, yeah, you can you can sing while you play guitar. You can combine writing. You know, I was very young, and all these things were real new. My favourite thing is trying to work out who's doing what on the, what, yeah, yeah. on it because you know there's bits where there's two or three different kind of melodies all playing mm-hmm. at the different at the same time and yeah. trying to work out which is which is which and you know who's doing what. So um, yeah, I, I get that. that. It, I get what you're saying about tr- the you know hiding as well. You can't yeah, definitely you can't hide and it's although we're saying oh I'm saying you know we know that they they practice like extensively and you know they played for a long. For for a while before they recorded this, it's um there's it's still quite like not not improvised because we we know it's not, mm-hmm. yeah. but it's still sometimes feels like really expression full expressionistic. You know, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah if that makes sense. Where it's still mm-hmm. although although you know they practice and practice, it still sounds really free. As well, aye, aye. It's, it's not at practiced. times. At yeah. times, yeah, it's it's not practiced to the point where it sounds so clinical and it's lost yeah. its feeling, it's lost its edge, and yeah. all that. Uh, you know, because because it's not perfect. You know, even even yeah. listen to things. There's there's things that happen with the guitars that, you know, maybe they'd have thought, oh, we'll do another take on that and fix that, and they've not. They've left it. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and and again, it's been a deliberate decision, clearly. Yeah. Um, and and that and that's what's cool about it. it gives it that humanity. 
um, and, and and you know in the playing and stuff. But it's uh, but I I mean I think you you again you're talking about you know um, try to work out who's played what. And I think that was a that was partly when when I found that there was two guitarists. That's why I had to seek out some footage and just watch and yeah. And I could see uh, Richard Lloyd. Uh, sorry, um, he he's playing bits. And I think it was I think I saw one that was fairly recent. I think it was maybe from about 2017. I think they were playing Marquee Moon and and the uh, you know the pinched bit at the start they were yeah. that was Tom and it was yeah. the, I think the but yeah. it was uh, Richard so um so but uh, yeah so I was the same I was like you know really kind of like trying yeah. to figure out who who was doing what but in one of the old uh, the Grey Whistle Test it was a song called Foxhole. Is that mm-hmm. on? Is that on the next album? Or is that I can't a... remember if that's on Adventure. Right, right. Or is that all about Marky Moon now? Right. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe, and maybe it was a song that never actually went on an album. But, uh, but I was watching that, and and what, what got me was the the drummer Billy. Um, he he was playing with a traditional grip um, on uh-huh. his, his sticks. So that's basically like um, traditional. It's kind of like what jazz players play. You uh-huh. know, you know, you you think a drummer and they'll have their, their two hat fists around the sticks over the sticks. Ah, yeah, but he plays yeah, plays opposite. under, yeah, yeah. yeah. So under, his left yeah. hand is is, is like yeah, underhand, you know. That. And and I thought that's really cool, you know, as well. So it's just wee things like that, you know. I thought it was just interesting and really cool, and you know. Yeah. Um, but especially uh, at a time where it was, um, it was probably a lot more, you know, rhythm guitar, lead guitar, drummer, definitely. bass, and Aye. that's it, you know. Whereas having two kind of as prominent guitars is was different for the time. Definitely. Um, and I think that's the that's the thing because I mean, well, what I mean, I'll ask you this question, Lucy. What what style do you think this album is? You know, I've I, been I, I don't like this... to I don't like to pigeonhole things. You know, I, mean, I don't want to say like it's we yeah. we must we must give it a a, a genre. I, I, it, we don't have to, but 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 what what do you hear in it? Yeah, different at different bits because mm-hmm. I think about this a lot. Well, not a lot. I don't think about this probably enough with a lot of the music I listen to. But that's good. Uh, that's probably a good thing, actually. Yeah, certainly in this, and I know it gets pigeoned as, you know, like, obviously, where it probably where it came from with the New York and the other bands that were coming out at the same time, the Ramones, Blondie, that mm-hmm. kind of things. And then you think, uh, um, like, I mean, like, for me, the first, like, uh, See no, um, see no, it's it's rock. It's more classic kind of yeah, class. Yeah. It's mm, a more straightforward, yeah, yeah. driven kind of song. But then Venus is, is, is there elements of pop in there? Like yeah. for me, there yeah. is, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'd probably class quite a bit of the stuff that I like as pop, although probably people would never never call it that. So, no, um, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so. And I'm trying to think of like even what was going on at the time, and it's tricky because obviously it was probably a lot, go- <clears throat> a lot going on. At, I'm tr- like other bands that were probably more s- successful and and stuff mm-hmm. at the time, like yeah. like um, I can't remember what, what the point I was going where I was going with this at all. But you know, you were mentioning at the start about you know when you were reading the 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 kind of introduction bits about them. About um, them being no, not being successful in America at the time, sure. but yeah, yeah. why? I, I can't see why. Why? Wh- why yeah. it would be? Why? It, no. Why it would be successful? Because when ah, you think okay. of probably what right. was going on at the time, right. it uh-huh. probably um, it was it was so not different, but no commercial. No, it wasn't. I think I think maybe a bit. 
I think I think sometimes with the I think I've discussed this before in, in other podcasts where I think sometimes with the states, um I think we're too quick to say they, they just don't get it because they want something immediate and they want this and want that. But I just think music was marketed different in the States. It just yeah, probably. It, was, it was probably the big the big arena bands and all that and oh look this we uh, avant garde uh, uh, let's not promote them let's you know so they probably <clears> the <throat> promotion budget was probably zero but had they been exposed I, I, this is just purely conjecture I don't really know but I would imagine if they would actually you know had a proper promotional campaign behind them um, you know that people would have heard them and, and actually would have thought well this is really fucking great you know I'm, yeah I'm, true I mean I've um, never thought about it that way and I was certainly wasn't down in like like them for not for not getting it or what it's just in my in my opinion it's just so vast and so different yeah. and, and what so mm, I mean it definitely. was it's definitely it's a New York album it's based around all all things New York so um, yeah so yeah I can I can see why people in Britain picked it up more than. Than, yeah, yeah. than they did in the states, but I think I don't think I answered your question at all. I think I've just made my no, own. No, but do you know what? You don't have to because <laughs> um, no, you seriously don't because I don't. I don't think it's it doesn't really serve any great purpose to, to put, put genre you were talking about. Uh, yeah. That was it. it. Yeah, it doesn't. I suppose. I, I suppose obviously there's elements of punk in it, and I think that's what that was their their origins and all that. You know, it was more like power chords and things like that. And um, from what I'm reading, and they kind of decided to kind of come out of that and. You know, um, you know, be you know, be more jazz oriented in, in certain parts and things like that. So, um, but yeah, because because punk to me, I mean, because because I think this is it now. Even with um, with punk itself, it it's you know the punk bands that I like tend to be more on the kind of hardcore side. You know, things like Discharge and Dead Kennedys and things like that, and um, you know, Misfits and and bands like that. But um, uh-huh. but I'm starting to you know. Although this, I wouldn't say this is a punk album. There's, there's cert- no. certain, certainly little elements of it, but it's not a punk album to me. But um, and again, talking about magazine earlier on, there's these bands are you know like that, and you know, and that at that same period of time that were more maybe a bit more arty and stuff. And I've just never ever really delved into. So for me, this is almost like my, you know, my punk or avant garde rock. 70s rock thing is starting to, to expand a little bit now and I think that's cool because um you know I just I just tend to have my wee bunch of punk bands or you know yeah, American, no, I like that because you know, there's a whole world out there for oh, you there is, David there really, there is. Is. Yeah. Aye, there really is I mean even things like, like, like Sex Pistols and all that I could hear it and go right it's it's fine it's all right but it's it, it's never even that's not but again I'm not like in a big debate about Sex Pistols but essentially they were like a commercial rock band <laughs> yeah, the not, their album's really really polished it's, yeah, really, it's yeah. like a it's like a a rock album, but yeah. you know it's it's heavily produced and it, nothing like what we're talking about here because this isn't this is pure, you know. Whereas, you know, never mind the bollocks is all about let's let's get this in the charts and sell a lot of records, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whereas I think absolutely with with this album, it was all about them and it was all about what they wanted to do and how they wanted it to sound and I think that kind of comes across in the fact that it's that it's like lasted so like yeah, 46 yeah. years and and mm-hmm. it's still talked about and still influences on you know on like I, like I think to myself sometimes how does like uh like 30 something year old wee wifey 
like central Scotland get picked up on something like you know it's incredible yeah, how yeah. music can kind of can you can pick up on or there's something out there for you yeah you know yeah, so um definitely and, and it, the, the, the like I bet that wasn't thought about when it was written you know no, just, exactly. you know it's exactly. just you know yeah, how yeah. that kind of stands so um um it's like when you were talking about genres and what I know they sometimes get you know you know, were they influenced by like the Velvet Underground and things like mm-hmm. that? But uh, I seen quite a good um, interview with Richard Lloyd on 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 YouTube that was saying that he hadn't even heard the hadn't heard. I think he got played, you know, a Velvet Underground album once, and he was like, "Nah, no, no for me." I thought, you know, it was right, so it's okay. not, right. you know, that's only kind of kind of different art, like you're saying mm-hmm. that that would made been about it that you know. Like they were saying that yeah, you were influenced yeah. by them. Yeah, because yeah, I suppose it would be like the, I mean, the Stooges would have been out at that time, obviously, nah. like early 70s and nah. all that. But again, they don't sound anything like that either. Yeah. You know, it's, nah. So it's, it's, um, but the thing about doing the, uh, the other podcast that I do, sometimes we do albums that um, we haven't heard before. And I don't know what, how you consume music, uh, Lucy. Um, mm-hmm. Well, I don't mean necessarily formats. I mean, it, it means in terms of actually listening to it and, and feeling it and digesting it and all that. Um, normally, I, I've changed now through doing doing podcasting um, because normally what I would do is I would listen to an album once and go, it's not my thing, and I would leave it. Mm-hmm. And because I've been had, it had to do podcasts on certain albums, I've had to listen to it a second time and a third yep. time and a fourth time, and I thought, well, I really didn't have any time for this album when I first listened to it, and now with the third, fourth listen, I really, really like it. So, um, so I don't know. I mean, I think even although I really liked it um, when I listened to it, but I might have listened to this once. Oh, everybody's going on about Marquee Moon. I'll put it on. I might have listened to it when I was taking my son swimming, and I might have yeah. went, oh, that's, that's pretty cool. At least I've got an idea what television are now. Yeah, and stopped that's it pretty there. Cool, and just stopped it there. Yeah. And maybe went back to it a few years later, oh, like that album, you know. But because doing the podcast, so it, it does seem like it's forced. I get that. Some people think, well, you're, 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 that's a kind of forced situation. But it, 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 that's irrelevant as far as I'm concerned. I had to, and through having to, wow, I, I knew love this album. Yeah. And I, I possibly would have been the same listening to this album that if I was just discovering it now. Mm-hmm. But if it hadn't been kind of conditioned into me, you know, yeah. early doors, that it was... Uh, uh, um, it was just there, you know, until until I kind of discovered it on my own properly. But um, yeah. but yeah, no, I, I get that it's it's similar with other with other albums and other artists and thing as well because you do have your own idea of what hmm. you think they are and what you know. Yeah. Um, Absolutely, and it can just stop there. Aye, right. Let's talk about these songs then. So first up, we've got "See No Evil." So you start things off, Lucy. Then. Yeah, like I was saying just before, it's probably the most straightforward kind of rock song, driven song, mm. like we were saying. Yeah, straightforward, uh, or more straightforward than, than than some of the other ones on the album. Um, this one just makes me happy as well, eh? Mm-hmm. Did, did you find that at all listening to it? Was it yeah. like a kind of upbeat? Like I say, when it started, it was kind of like, oh, it's pretty stock riff. It's, right. it's, yeah, okay, right. And then when you hear the second guitar coming in and the vocals, like I say, the vocals were a bit jarring at first and, you know, and then I'm like, no, but that, this was the one that was, my head was nodding and, you know, I'm, and I'm like, well, clearly, Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, clearly I'm feeling something here, you know, and um, it's... Uh, 
I always call that like a walking album. You know, the one where you... Ah, I know what you mean. You know, like, yeah, that, yeah. you feel like you can walk to it. And, and funnily enough, um, I was walking to this album um, today um, because I put my car in for an MOT and, and I dropped it off and now it's about a mile from my house. Uh-huh. So, you know, I just put the album on and just was just walking along and it's, it's a total walking album, yeah. so I'm going to be there. Um, yeah. But know what I love? See the arpeggios when it goes into the, the chorus? are just beautiful, yeah. you know, when they just pick out those those chords. They just they just really really it just opens right up when um, and the, the thing about the thing that just blows my mind about this this album again getting back to the sound of it is it's all just straight into the amp. There's no yeah. effects boards. There's none of this nonsense. Amp sound and just yeah. go for it. And what they can create with just that sound, just yeah. a, a, an amp is just because again coming from that kind of metal rock world you know and that's not all i like but it's, that's that's kind of fundamentally the, the music that i like you know it's it's you know oh you've got to get this amp and you've got to get this this certain type of distortion and you know just all this kind of stuff and it's all yeah. very calculated and all that but just these guys just going both into the amp and, yeah. and getting that beautiful sound yeah um but i put down here it's uplifting yeah that's what but, I'm saying. It makes me happy. But not in a happy, clappy way. It's not like a no, kind of no, no, like no, no. you know. It's kind of just it's a different uplifting. It's like a. That's what I'm saying about that talk, that walk, and that purpose. That yeah, kind of. Yeah. Uh, I know we've said it. Said it. You know that driven that kind of. I'm going somewhere, eh? Hmm. And it's going somewhere. The album. It's. I mean, yeah. I don't know if you, the, you, you, the, the like track placement where they've got it on the album this is the starting tune isn't it yeah I, I, I totally agree yeah totally agree um, same with the closer the, the closer's absolutely. closer as well yeah. you know so yeah yeah they've got that right absolutely but the but the solo I love the solo it's just so raw and, and kind of just, just it's kind of a bit off the chain and I just I love the sound of it um, it just sounds so rich it's just it's just um, and no it's excellent I've really a totally solid opener um, yeah. so you know, you know, got a lot of time for it. Um, yeah, I'm not saying it's if I'm picking at the end, like what are my favourites? It's no, my, I'm, like it's I'm not going to be up a, there. Yeah, yeah. But I'm yeah. not saying that there's a bad song in this no, album because no, there is no a bad song in this I've album. I've got my favourites. Yeah, but it's perfect. Aye. But um, I don't know if it is because it's more that more that straightforward. You know, you know, one on that album. Or there's mm-hmm. a couple like this on the album that um, that is. You know, enjoy the kind of the artier ones more. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. I it's pretty straight. I think I think this and I I want to say one that's a bit later on are probably the straightest ones on it. But we'll come to that. Yeah. Um. But uh, I so the next song is is your biggie, Lucy Venus. Yeah, Venus Venus de Milo, as as he says. So is is it Milo or Milo? Because he says Milo. Venus de Milo. I would say me. Because yeah, Tom says because Milo, you're t- going to that's say, probably ah. where I first heard it. Like I say, ah. if if I've never heard a word said out loud, and the first time I hear it, that is that's the way it, say it That's the way it is. Forever. <laughs> this one was major for me. Eh? Um, this is the one I remember most from the album when I was getting it. You know, when it was getting played when I was younger. Um, everything about this, I just love it. See mm-hmm. that the drums at the start, where it starts with oh, the yeah. Yeah. That's I mean, like I say, I get a bit overshadowed the guitars and, and the vocals kinda overshadow a lot for me. I know you're saying all oh, the band were excellent and they were, you know, but the drum that drum to start it off, love it, eh? Yeah. Um this is the first one as well, I think, where the lyrics just 
played so much into everything I love. I mean, when I was hearing that about, see that imagery that he kind of creates in a lot of his songs with his lyrics, yeah. the, you know, I'm, I'm not entirely sure what they all exactly mean. I don't really care. I'm all right with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there, there's talk about, you know, it being obviously the kind of drug it's there's a drug reference in it and stuff and your hands are like gloves see when that gets sung i look at my hands like even if i'm driving i'm like i'm like looking at my hands with like drugs you know it's um do you get that putting your insurance you know yeah no i'd like to tell no television insurance yeah. Yeah. I, can I get the television insurance i can't help it it's just that um I get two images almost when I, when I listen to this song, and that is one the one that the obvious one that he's painting the New York, the being out with your pal, mm-hmm. the the you know, and then another one is him telling the story, you know, mm-hmm. when the when he gives it, you know, do you feel low? And I'll get nah, huh? You know uh, the yeah. whole, uh-huh. you know, I get I get to it, but um, I mean, even like my favorite's got to be, you know, Richie says we. You know, we dress up like cops, you know, you know, uh, think what we could do. And he's like, Mm -hmm. something inside tells me, nah, we shouldn't, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Take it too far. (laughs) Yeah, I just, um, even like the, I remember, certainly, like I say, this is probably the most nostalgic one for me, but the... I remember my dad telling me, like, you you know about Venus de Milo away? And I'm like, no. And he's saying, you know, she's got no arms. And that even just blew my, like, I I remember even then thinking, that's funny. You know, it's funny. It's not, maybe not laugh out loud funny, but it's clever. And it's, and it's, um, I suppose it just scratches a bit that it makes me think. I love to think about it, you know, and how where that kind of came from. So, um, and I know that you mentioned that um, Tom Verdlane's kind of, well, he's, I think he went to New York to become a poet. So it is, it's that poetry, that's imagery, imagery. And if you look at the lyrics kind of written out in a lot of these songs, they look, a lot of them look like poems, eh? Yeah, they, yeah. The kind of, the kind of, the way it's set up. So, um, yeah, love this one. Please tell me what you think about it, because I want you to tell me. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's absolutely beautiful. It's a beautiful song. Absolutely. Um, and a lot what you've said is 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 what i've got written down the drums are outstanding i've got you know um they really are and um and even like in the verse there's almost like a military type beat yeah it's it's always doing that which did we think it would suit that song like that but it really does Um, uh, but it is it's just it's it's and there's just so many guitar licks are just so catchy and and it's 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 yeah it's it's i get why it's one of your favorites totally yeah you know um but again, it took me a few lessons before it really, really I was gonna landed ask, on me. You know, and is I this went, the wow. easiest one? Is this was this the easiest of them to? Not necessarily. To enjoy, actually, right? not necessarily. Wasn't it as immediate as anything else? Uh-huh. Um, you know, um, I certainly don't think so. Because, like I say, I'd heard it before. Uh-huh. You know, in the car, and obviously you're driving, so you're obviously paying attention to the road and all that, trying to while you're you're taking it in as well. So I maybe didn't fully experience it, but even at that point, I was just like, oh, okay. You know, yeah. and then and then we listened to it again. I was like, "Yeah, it's cool," but I'm not feeling it that much. But then again, I just the more I listened to it, I just, I just, it's like I say, Lucy. It just, it, it was going slow, and then it just, it sped up for me. 
you know, listen yeah. to this album, just like bang, 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 bang. It's wow, phew, wow. Yeah. <laughs> this album's fucking brilliant, you know. Yeah. It just went from almost like, you know, it's like a car doing 30, and then it just went to like 110 yeah. miles an hour. I get and that. It, just, it was just like that. So this didn't so yeah, I didn't find it necessarily as immediate as anything else on the album. Um, but now that it's settled with me, I, it is now sticking out. You yeah. know, it's, it's it's sticking out as one of the catchier ones, one of the more you know with the more pop sensibility in it and stuff, things like that. Um, but yeah, <laughs> you were saying about uh, the Venus de Milo and and fell into the arms of Venus de Milo, and, yeah. and that's that's what I'd written down. I'd written down that, of course, she doesn't have arms, and yeah. but then I was thinking about, but she used to have arms. It was just when they found the statue, the arms were missing. And I thought, is there any, like, is it going even further, you know, because she did have arms at one point. You know? Yeah, is and, it deeper or is yeah, it... Yeah, you know, so I don't that know. The arms are somewhere wherever he's fallen yeah, into Yeah, them. yeah, exactly, yeah. something like that, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I love that. So, yeah, because yeah, yeah, I, I know he was well-read and kind of a thinker oh, and, you, and, you and that see, side of things. absolutely so, see that, aye. Stuff like that, stuff like this song, yeah, I absolutely see it, eh? Yeah, yeah. But, but I do think this is a kind of fun song, I find it Aye, fun. No, definitely. Aye. Yeah. Yep. And, and some I... difference between that and See No Evil. <laughs> oh, totally. Aye, that's that's t- what I like as yeah, well, yeah. eh? There's Although, variety. Yeah. And yeah. There's, it's the dynamics in all the songs as well, you know. It's just ah, brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. And this was a B-side to when they released Prove It. This, Venus was a B-side. Really? To, uh, right, right. Yeah. Okay. Because I was oh. raking through, um, I got Big Rod, my dad, to... Um, to look out the album for me. <laughs> I love how you yeah. say it. Big, Big Rod. Rod. Yeah. Uh, Shout out he to is, Big Rod. He is my actual dad, but we just call him. I don't have a dad and a Rod. He's, <laughs> so I asked him to look out the album for me, and he thought I meant the vinyl. So he's been raking out his, he had an excuse to rake out his vinyls there. And oh, um, nice. I found his single, and it's that, it's the green, you know, the green plastic vinyl, the single. Oh, right, and right. I'm like, yeah, I love, I still, that, even that, I still love, you know. That's superb. Yeah. So, um, so, but, uh, yeah, I've just, uh, I mean, like I say, I've ordered the vinyl, which will be coming in a couple of days probably, but it's just a wee issue. Can I, but I, I don't care. I just, no, I get, I get I it. I just need to own it. <laughs> See, can I, can I jump in here? Because I, I feel like I need it. to talk about it right now. What about the album cover? Um, The photograph in yeah. the band. Yeah. Um, I haven't really looked at it too much. I've not really. Um, yeah, I've not looked at it too much, so I can't really comment. It's one of the ones when I get it through, I'll probably look at it yeah. closer and and and. I could look at it forever. I honestly think it's one of the best album covers of all time. Interesting. I'm putting that out there. Yeah, I'm right. I'm setting that high. I'll... What is it? I mean, it's I mean because it is essentially a photograph. So what is it about it then? That you it's think? um one. I love the the black outline with the television and Marky Moon. It's really bold on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sticks right the, the yeah, the picture itself was taken by Robert Maplethorpe. I don't know if you know much about Robert Maplethorpe. No. So he's kind of photographer. Did Patty Smith's album Horses? You know the front oh, cover of Horses. That right enough. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. that's one of my other favourite um, album covers of all time. So um, yeah, so Robert Maplethorpe's kind of known for photography, but he's kind of you know. Patty Smith wrote a book about him and him, her and her, her and his relationship. Beautiful book, right? Mm-hmm. But he's kind of known for explicit, really hard. Go and look at it. I don't want to. <laughs> okay. It's too. 
I'm too. I, I want to say, if you believe me, I'm too prudish to to tell you. About. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but I, I honestly could look at that album cover for days. I think it's. Um, I think it's. You know, Tom Ver- Verlaine's kind of strange looking, eh? Mm-hmm. Angulated. Ah, yeah, totally. Angulated. Yeah, and I think that comes over in the uh, music. Is that too true. weird? No, but it is angular music. It is. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. long. It's it, angulated. It's kind of when you hear the music, and I, I, I didn't really, I never, I never knew what it looked like um, yeah. when I heard my first heard the first, you know, bits of a television. I, I didn't know what any of the band looked like. Yeah. And, um, and then when I saw him, I thought, a, he's got charisma. There's just something about. Even it was a photo, and it yeah. was just having his guitar, and I was like, even just in a still photo, this guy uses charisma. You could yeah. just see it, but he also looked like what I would. I wanted him to look like. Yeah, yeah, I get that. You know what I mean? It was like, if he looked, you know what I mean? I I don't know. You know, it just, it just, you know, I wanted this kind of like lean guy, you know, that's kind of, you know, like I say, you know, you're saying angular face and all that. Yeah, maybe not like what you would classically handsome, whatever classically handsome is. But really, but really, aye, but really, like, aye, really handsome. Really handsome, but. in yeah. a different way and you know ah, yeah, yeah and on the album cover he's got you know he's kind of holding his hands in the mm-hmm. big long long hat i just i just I, i'd love it eh? and the guys Aye. look great and it, and it's i just i think they distorted it i think when robert maplethorpe took the photograph they distorted the col- the colors and, and and on the album cover but but what, electra uh, the the record company distorted i don't know if they did it or the band did it yeah or the band but um yeah i think it's cool I had to uh, just jump in there because no, go for it. It's jump my in moment. Anytime you want. It's my moment your... with it. Let's see. This is your podcast. I didn't this want to your... forget about it. So, uh, no, <laughs> no. So yeah. But, but I have seen it, you know. But I've no. I've certainly not studied it. Um, I think I've only really seen it when I've been listening to this uh, on streaming. Um, yeah. I'll be the office that comes up on that. But like I say, when I get my own copy, I'll be able. To... Yeah. I'll have that yeah. in mind when I look at it, Lucy. I'll, yeah. I'll, do that. <laughs> I'll have a have a good look. Um, then we've got friction next. Um, so you've got, it's kind of bluesy in it, you know. It's kind of kind of it's a kind of bluesy riff. Uh, yeah. Um, Big intro. Yep. Aye. Uh, and it's pretty much got the same the same vibe through you know the same kind of groove through uh-huh. the song. You know, it breaks out of it a wee bit, but it's pretty much stays in that groove. Um, but I think that we lick at the start, going you know, over the bluesy riff that, again. That just let the week and I like picked out. Dee, 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 dee. I think yeah. you know, it just really kind of again just lifts out of the just the normal bluesy song or whatever you know what i mean it's yeah. like just um but the the guitar again the guitar solo is i just love it because it's it's like again it's on the edge of being like out of time and out of tune but tune, it's yeah. just it's just it, it's not it just takes yeah. it to the edge but never ever goes over it but again that's what i love about this yeah. you know i mean i can't I look, don't get me wrong look listen i'll put my cards on the table here i am a sucker for like big daft production and everything sounds great to a point to a point you know like i could listen to like i don't know like some big aerosmith song for the 80s you know like nah. dude looks like a lady or something like that nah. and, you know something like that and love it because it's just massive and it's overproduced and you know so i do like that but nah. but equally it's got it's it's got its place you know what i mean it's it's like I, i'm so glad this is not like that you know i'm so glad this is organic and then they didn't you know mess with it and didn't do takes take after take because yeah. if this is if this was if this was um if they'd went back in and done done takes and done it and you know affected the guitars more and just like i probably still thought this arm was cool but it would have just maybe not had this this sort of charm that it's got 
for me. Yeah. And I think that's the that's the charm for, for me. And, yeah. and you know, it's just it's just they, they, they just there's just a lot ugh. I feel I'm saying the same thing over and over again, but it's like there's a, just a lot of humanity in it. There's a lot of realness. There's a lot of there's human beings in this album. You know, yeah. it's, it's and I don't like to start saying to you because it wasn't the Pro Tools and all this. Kind of, I don't like to start getting that whole lame argument about how technology's room music. No, that's that's a chat for another day. At the end of the day, you could still do this today. You know, you yeah, could make an album like this this today. I you could, you could yeah. just press yeah. play and don't fucking edit it. You know, <laughs> it could, yeah, you can still make albums like this. It's just this 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 narrative. I see everybody, nobody can play their instruments anymore. That's why they just loop it and. You know that's that's bollocks. You know there, there'll be bands out there that can can play as well as television and just and just go and do it. So, but I'm just so glad they didn't fuck with it and and kept it kept it raw. You know and and. But you probably I, wouldn't get how they they set up and how they started and and played the the way they did mm-hmm. and practice the way they did. Similar today, you might I don't know, but it's probably not the norms. No, no, yeah, because you know, I think, I think, I, I mean, a lot of bands write in the studio as well, so they'll take yeah. their stuff out of the studio and they'll, well, I've got this riff or I've got this beat yeah. or whatever, you know, and then they'll, they'll just build on it, you know, whereas yeah. clearly yeah. they had it all worked out long before they recorded, you know. Yeah. Which is. See, I love, um, uh, like, coming back to Friction as well. This is another one where, you know, when I listen to it, I don't entirely know what, what the lyrics are on about, but I'm all right with mm. that. Yeah, you know, yeah. and but even like the the one, you know, the one I'm the, the one if I'm picking out a, a whole lyric from the album that would make this point is in this song, and it's when he's saying, you know, he's going on about you know about the ventriloquist, and if I get out, get him putting him in my fist, and fist, I'm like, yeah, I have yeah. no idea what's going on here, but right. I'm in it, and I Aye. still think about it. It's not like I th- I dismiss it, like I have no idea what he's what he's talking about, and. I'm all right with that, but I still think about it. Yeah, like, what yeah. does it mean, and what does it mean yeah. to me, and what what, what was yeah. it getting at? And even all the <laughs> the you know, my eyes were like telescopes, and you know, and you know, how does a snake get out its skin? That like, mm-hmm. I'm thinking yeah. about that for days. You know, like, yeah. how does yeah. a snake get out its skin? And you know, and stuff. <laughs> you know, so um, that's. I, I love that in a band and television are probably one of the top ones for that where it's it doesn't although I'm saying that it's perfect it doesn't need to be make a hundred percent sense to me mm-hmm. it's still got that mystery to it where it's yeah. where it's I still listen to it I still listen to different songs I still hear different things every time I, I listen to it yeah you know and pick out yeah. different bits so um yeah, yeah, I, oh, I, I love that that, that idea. That, the that, that's that's definitely one of the things that yeah that I love about the the album as well as the lyrics. It's just because I'm the same as you, Lucy. I mean, I I don't know what the hell's going on, you know, yeah. and most of it, you know. But there's just certain. But I like, want to, I want to I, know so I, badly. Just, <laughs> there's just certain lines that just sound cool and they just yeah. they just they, they read really well, you know. Yeah, because sometimes he puts in just words that I've probably never heard in songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just and it's not pretentious. I know they kind of got you. Um, you know, there there was like maybe criticism at, at the time when they came out about being a bit pretentious or what. But I don't see it as that being at all. I, I really just don't. sometimes no, nah. no, neither do I. Nah. And I see, but there's words in it where I'm like, how did he get that into a song? Mm-hmm. Like I love that. You know, I always remember um uh, list, list, uh, reading an article from a. You'll be bored of me saying this from my, my probably favorite singer, P.J. Harvey, was saying something. She just wanted to fit. 
the word psychoanalysis into a song and I just <laughs> and and then and she did and it's great and what but it's just picking out individual words how do how do you, I love that how do you get I, that into a song I how does that, that I'm going to get this into a song come hell not that I'm water. saying that this, this is what television did at all but it was just it's just not normal things that you would maybe hear in a, a you know in the lyrics say a lot of a lot of songs eh? aye aye you know no, so I love the the whole um uh, what's the what's the lyric? Sorry, um, you complain of my addiction. Shun. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if it's addiction or diction. It's it's diction. Oh no, yeah. uh, you complain of my of my diction. diction sorry, yeah. diction. So addiction. Ah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, because it, it works two ways. It's dick, but diction as in like how you pronounce things. Yeah. And how you, you know, so it's like yeah. that. Well, I thought of the double entendres and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Aye. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, that that was really funny, but no, it's a it's a, it's a cool tune, and uh, aye, again, again, another. I'm desperate to shout out. See when he start, he spells out friction. Aye, at the you end. You know, the end. Aye, I'm desperate. Yeah. I'm desperate at the end of it to shout friction. Yeah, <laughs> 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 I don't know what that is. It's just maybe he missed it. He should have put that like friction. Uh, yeah, I know better. Like aye, clearly, aye. you should have produced the album. Listen. <laughs> I should have done. <laughs> uh, right then we move on to title track Marquee Moon so do you think is, is this probably their most famous song well that and Venus probably most people talk about this one I mean it's a bit of an oddball and the fact that it was like 10 minutes of the album mm-hmm. eh? yeah yeah a 45 minute album oh, you, know? <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah p- possibly possibly I'm not I'm not entirely sure how else other people hear it other than what, how I hear it? So I'm not sure. Aye. Is is it the most famous? Was it the first one that kind of came up know. on? I think it's. I, I, I'm maybe saying it's the most famous because you know I've heard people talking about the album Marky Moon, and then the first yeah. song I heard was Marky Moon. Marky so Moon, maybe I, maybe enough. I'm just making this connection that it's the most famous, and it might not be. Yeah. I don't know. You know, it's. Um, yeah. Um, but um, but this song, aye, it's it's a it's a it's a bit of an epic. This one, isn't it? Epic. Aye. Epic. Um, my favourite thing about this song is, you know, it starts off with a, you know, the darkness doubled as a call lightning struck itself. So right lightning there, I'm in. Itself, right, I, mean, that, I know that it's so line. good, eh? Superb. Yeah, um, listening to the rain and, you know, all that. And then I love that. And then there's almost too many lyrics in this song to choose what what, what my favourites are. But Cadillac I love pulling out of the graveyard. Yeah, and, yeah, you know, and I got in and then got out, and yep. yeah, and then so there's the kind of main bulk of the the song. Then it goes into that massive instrument, kind of instrumental. But where I almost forget where I am in the world, mm, you know, and yeah. until until it kind of does that, it comes back, and that. then it goes back to the you know. <laughs> yeah. And then he repeats the the intro, and I'm like, "That's where I am," you know. It's like because, yeah, basically, you know. So, um, well, it's it's just too it's like epic, too good, Aye. too good. But I think even just simple choices with how they play, like guitar, like even just in just in, in they're pinching the chords at the start. Tom's pinching the chords at the start, yeah. and strumming them. He's like, "Day day day day." So he's also put his fingers against the fretboard. Like that, yeah. instead of just strumming, it's just be jing, 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 yeah. Jing, jing. It's and like, that goes throughout the whole song. Hey, oh, I, I even the just, instrumental bit, you can it. hear just it, you can it. just hear it in the background. Eh? <laughs> it's going, I, it, yeah. it's, 
Um, and then you'll get the But when I first heard that, I thought, again, quite simple stuff, but it's not really though. I mean, when it goes on, it, it's 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 simple, but it's but it's it's not at the same time because I think I think they they've been bold enough to to say to themselves that's enough. Don't need anything else. You know, we just need a wee lick there. We don't need to complicate it any more than it needs to be. You know, yeah. and I think they're quite economical in their playing. You know, it's it's they they they're obviously capable of playing more. They could have put extra bits in, but they just you know that got like I say that you know day, 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 yeah. just get on constantly. They got right. Obviously, it got, it got them down the fretboard. Goes up a couple yeah. things, you know, but essentially the same rhythm, just playing a, a couple of chords. But you know, oh god, no, can we really do that for the whole song? Aye, we fucking can, and we will. I do not get you bored know. yet. No, exactly. You know, that, that's what I'm saying. They have got a knack of making some simple stuff. So, but it, you never get bored. Never yeah. get bored. Um, and the the guitar that leads into the chorus and the guitar, um, you know, the ascending thing, you know, and it keeps going up and up and that in the chorus. Yeah. I fucking love that. You know, it's just, um, and then, uh, but the bit you were talking about in the middle section, um, you know, the, de, 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 you know, I can't remember the exact rhythm, but it's, it's that. But then but I was like, oh, right, that's cool. And then, and then, but see when the drums just go and it, start, it yeah. starts opening up and it goes fucking crazy. Yeah. Like, oh, I love that bit. And then it opens yeah. up and that, the beautiful arpeggios again, you know, it just yeah. opens up and I was just like, oh, this is fucking sublime. Yeah, you know, and, really it, and then at the end you can just hear the cymbals and the the drums just before it goes back into the back into the, the original yeah. groove. Aye, aye, yeah. aye, aye. Yeah. Um, I, I will, I will say something though. This is maybe the first time where I, I, I say something that's maybe not as positive. Go on. <laughs> You're like, oh. <laughs> when I went back to the original groove when I uh-huh. first heard, I went, oh. I wouldn't right. have done that. Right. And that was the first time I listened to it. And the second time I listened to it, I thought the same. And sitting here now, I'm used to it. Mm-hmm. But I still wouldn't have went back to that original groove. I would have, I would have just kept it going with that stuff and just faded it out. Right. I think when it goes back to, you know, because you're talking about you, you I, go somewhere else and it takes yeah. you back to where you were. Yeah. Can you forget that, what that, yeah, song yeah. I so, so, you Yeah. Were. So that, that maybe that maybe works for you. That's maybe yeah. the way you want to experience that song. But for me, I thought it'd have been just so much cooler if. Can obviously we get to torn curtain at the end? It does that. It fades out. Yeah. You know, I, I thought that would have been cooler if it had just faded out. Because when it went back to the original groove, I thought, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I would have necessarily done that myself. But um, but I mean, it gets back to it. I mean, it's only like one minute or something, and then it, yeah, the song it is, ends. It, you I know, think it so is it's... the last minute or the last ah, minute, yeah, yeah. ten seconds or something so not... like that, where it so goes I, back to. So the... I'm kind of used. To, I'm used to it now, and I know it does that now, so it yeah. doesn't jar with me anymore. Yeah. But um, but when I first heard it, I thought, ah, yeah. Hmm, I, I think as well because it just goes back to that straight intro, intro, and I love the I love the lyrics of the intro. I can't yeah, wait to hear yeah. it again. Eh? Ah, you want to? Ah, can't yeah, wait to hear point. it again. Yeah. You know, yeah. and see, even just going back to some of the the, the lyrics in it, one of my other favourite bit is where he goes down to the docks and he meets the, the guy at the docks and he's like, don't, what is it? Look here, Junior, don't, uh, don't you be so happy for heaven's sake, don't be so sad and that. Ah, I, love you know, that. Just, aye, aye. I love that, eh? Down at the tracks. I want to be in there. Ah, like, down at these tracks. <laughs> painting the pictures, eh? Yeah, absolutely. 
I know, no, but Linus is, but this is a thing, Lucy. See, but I, this is, I mean, I'm only like two weeks into experiencing this album. Yeah. Is it two weeks? Maybe even a week? I don't, I don't know. Time. I don't know. A week to two weeks anyway. Um, and I know there's so much more I've got to discover about this album. It, it's yeah. because every time I've listened to it, I've found something else. Honestly, David, I still do. Yeah. I still do listening to it. And I've been listening to it, obviously, a lot more this week, the, knowing this is coming up. But I still pick out different bits and hear different, or tune yeah. into different bits of the guitar, mm. or try and tune into the drums, or, 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 or you know, so it's... Uh, yeah, I'm so yeah, glad we'll to hear that you for a while. I'm so glad to hear you say that because that's the way I listen to music. Sometimes you, it's almost like you've got a wee mixer in your head. You'll just you'll just yeah. fade out everything else and just focus in on a certain yeah. instrument or the vocals or whatever. And yeah, because that sometimes happens to me. And sometimes even with this, I might not know all the lyrics. You know, there's some sure. bands that it's I would I I could you know I can rhyme off the lyrics to really easy. But with this mm. one, it's not so much pressure because it's still it's all important. Yeah, it's not yeah. so heavily based on the lyrics or the vocals or the guitars or what. Everything's kind of equal. Got its place. Aye. Yeah, just, absolutely. Just, aye, it's like, aye. Aye. it's all got to be there to make sense kind of thing. Yeah, aye. absolutely. But um, but I know this, um, I read that this could, when they play it live, it can go on for 20 minutes as well. So they must really extend that middle bit, you know, yeah, got like, to. Just, just, aye, just jamming it out and stuff. Yeah. But, uh, but I know it's 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 a it's a great great track absolutely, um and and I heard it was it was it the when they released it as a single that was like part one and part two they had to they they, they had the first part on side A and then they had to side, put the, side, side, side B. B yeah yeah <laughs> which is which I fucking love you know that yeah brilliant. rather than but you know we're not going to cut it down to like a five four five minute song we're just going to give you the whole thing. And you need to flip the vinyl over. Yeah. I, I, that's that's that's. Would it just have stopped? Ran just boom stopped. I know. I don't know. That's, I have to ask Big Rod that one. Aye. I have to ask Big Rod to see if he's got aye, it. Let me hear it. <laughs> would it stop just in time for the the middle section to kick in, and the second side with the middle section, and then the end? But oh, I don't know. That's interesting. Aye. Aye. Interesting. Aye. Maybe Rod can tell us. <laughs> Let us know in the next episode what Rod says. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Then we flip over to side two, and it's Elevation um, that comes in. Now, see this one, Lucy? Um, it, you know, when, you, when you're reading about um, television and influence on bands that came afterwards, um, when I heard this, I was like, what the hell is that? That's, that's, some, that's, that's something. I've heard this before. Uh-huh. Uh, the you know the ding, 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 can I be can I like yeah. on the guitar yeah. and um, I'm like what is that and then it clicked on me red hot chili pepper stone yeah absolutely Californication yeah. I was like ah and then I, it turns out John Frusciante he's a big television he's a big fan and yeah. stuff you know so it makes a lot of sense I mean I mean the chili peppers themselves as a band I mean they're, they're like I've not given a, given a toss about anything I've released since that album, basically, Californication, because I think there's a lot of good stuff on it. But And they're, they're just a bit of a jokier band these days. But it, when you hear, even like, like Under the Bridge and stuff, when, when Fresh Auntie's playing stuff like that, and I listen yep. to this album, I was like, this, that, that, that totally makes you sense. You can hear it. Yeah. I can hear it now. I can hear what your influence, your main influence is on the guitar now. Yeah. Um, but I'll, that this is actually one of my favourites now. Yeah, as well. good. Elevation, yeah. I think. Yeah. I just, it's just it's got that broodiness to it as well. You know. Um, yeah. It's it's just got a vibe. I just love it. Um, it's a bit different again as well. Aye, aye. You know, for for the the way the way this album sung, 
the even the differences you I think maybe the first time I don't know see you'll maybe be able to answer that is it the first time you hear it maybe sounds kind of the way sings kind of the same all the way through because he's quite distinctive with his mm-hmm. voice yeah and then but then like if you listen to it more the, the, I mean the difference in this song I, I'm just trying to decide if I think his vocals are kind of beautiful on the see that but where he's you know asleep on the, the shores tonight tonight the way he just mm-hmm. sings that just differently yeah. like is that can I say that's beautiful or is it cool or is it what is it that I think Aye, about what's, that what's the feeling you're yeah what is the feeling I'm getting from that but yeah it's probably that broody it's a winter album isn't it it's a nighttime Aye. dark to- totally dark <coughs> Aye, totally. Of, like winter New York what I think New York would be like a eh? album so um, Aye. so and this what this song's definitely got that eh? mm-hmm. totally yeah Totally. Um, I don't have a, a, a lot of notes for this, in fairness, even though it is one of my favourites. <laughs> but I've not got as, much, as many notes on this one, but I, I just I just love the vibe, vibe of it. Um, and again, Matt, it just, it's, just, it's just like, I, I thought I thought when I listened to the album, there's going to be something that there might end up being one of these kind of like quirky tunes that, that might just, you know what I talked at the start about, you know, this kind of style and this kind of, era this period this whatever you want to call it this scene yeah. whatever you want to call it I, i've never really tapped in you know even like patty smith and things like that i just it's, it's all it's all again misty yeah. to me you know <laughs> um but um i thought there'll, there'll probably be something in here that's just that just that just kind of ruins the album and yeah. I, I was always loading my own my own stuff on it you know thinking there'll be something that's just they shouldn't have done, and they'll do it, and, and it'll just make it'll just annoy me. But there's nothing like yeah. nothing. There's no, and that's what I love about it. It's just there's 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 nothing naff. There's nothing contrived. There's nothing try hard. Can yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, you know, the, you know. It's like yeah, they practice like fuck, but they they had the just I I'm just see right now I'm just in love with this album you know I have yeah, to good. say you know so it's just and and when when I get it through I'll just I'll I'll totally wear out the the grooves on it you know yeah I'm my really... favorite line in this one is you give me no trouble but you give me no help and you give me no help I'm like wow yeah, no I like that help all oh, right I know I remember that just yeah. the badass yeah. and my other favorite bit is see um the strange kind of guitar bit the you hear it at the intro and just before I think it starts to go into the the, the, the chorus, the kind of <laughs> I'm going to try and make this noise with go my with mouth, the noise, right? the noise. <laughs> kind of like I know I don't, there's too much pressure on me now, the kind of wow, wow <laughs> you know, have you picked up on that? Oh, I'm thinking, I'm thinking of the tone cotton. There was, a, there was something kind of no. similar to that in tone cotton, right? Okay, like no, no, of, right. Uh, what I would call it is like an eerie, the eerie kind of guitar, like coming in. Coming oh, it out. swells, kind of guitar, so like yeah, almost like, like with the, when you when you when you play the the note and then swell in your your volume. No, yeah, kind of, oh, yeah, yeah, and it just kind of eerie. Yeah, the only other time I've heard that is on is on a Patti Smith album, and it's right. it, it's where it's it's similar kind of it's it's that eerie guitar mm-hmm. um like different worlds kind of noise ah uh, yep cool man uh, it's cool uh, no it's uh i did i mean if you're talking about so far favorite tracks it's got to be wait i think i've made them manasha i think that is on that one you're talking about on a uh, torn cotton yeah i think it is on torn cotton i'm talking rubbish 
You might not be because there, there is. I do remember one of the the tracks. There is those kind of swells, like yeah, wah, 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 and it's different because yeah. the sound I'm thinking about is more. Get too excited. No, I think you might be right. You might be right. I don't know. Like I say, I'm still digesting this album, even though I've heard it a million times now. But what about the the bit? See the elevation. The, you know, don't go to my head, and uh, then there's a delay in the guitar where it's like it, it sounds like yeah, but it's like but it's no, there's a like a deal, and then it's there. You know, there's like aye, a delay in the next like bit. You're just like oh, kind of pulsing. Aye. Yeah. It's just clever. I just, I just, just subtle, so subtle. Aye, way, like but it's just that aye, just tiny rest, but enough to make yep. you kind of. Oh, I like aye. it. Aye, no, it's, it's, it's tons of imagination on the album. Yeah. Know, it really is. Um, Guiding light is the next yep. big song. Um, I'd say this is probably the straight for me personally. This is the straightest song on the album, um, and just musically, anyway. Certainly, um, it, you know, it's obviously quite ballady and. It can I again talk about? I remember I said about like that Mick Jagger type voice. I, I think he does have that kind of Jagger sound in his voice, but I much prefer Tom Berlin singing voice. Mick Jagger. <laughs> I'm not a huge Stones fan anyway. You know, I don't know. They're looking good stuff. I absolutely. But um, but I hear I can I hear almost like a Stones ballad, a ballad in this one, almost yeah. like a Stones esque kind of ballad uh, with Guiding Light. Yeah. Um, but the guitars sound beautiful on this. The guitars are so lush. And it is a bit more classic. Eh? I, I'm, yeah. I don't know this for definite, but I'm thinking that this is Richard Lloyd on guitar. We'll have it somewhere whether it was was him, but it is yeah. that more kind of. Well, he well actually, so Tom Tom, I'm just got these notes here. Tom Verlaine obviously wrote the he wrote all the songs apart from this, and that was a yeah. uh, collaboration with Richard Lloyd. So yeah, right. That, that, yeah, it yeah. sounds you know it just sounds that wee bit different or that that yeah. um, maybe more straight. or what that what I love about this one is. Uh, like I'm there, I'm there. I know it says what like ladies lock yourself in doors or something like that in one of the first or second lines, but I'm there, I'm in New York, I'm uh, wanting yeah, to yeah. you know, I'm picturing that waking yep. up and it's yesterday and that did I do it again, you know? Yeah. Um Yeah, yeah. And it is a wee bit more it is different again this one, eh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you saying that um, you know it is a and maybe it's just the slower pace and the, the yeah, kind of quite, almost dreamier. Yeah, kind of, it's, that is it's that kind of that dreamy vibe, I that kind of yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And it, and it, it's different again, but but not to the point where it's too much. Yeah, or too saccharine. Oh, yeah. You know, it's it's they've kept you know they've kept it still still raw but it's, it's real you know it's it's kind of I, I don't have a vocabulary so i'm just saying yeah, real no. and honest and because I, I can't find any other words to be honest so that's just everything's cool that's cool, <laughs> cool that's cool it's cool Aye. <laughs> uh, but no no really really nice track um so prove, prove it. it um very 50s sound this one isn't it yeah absolutely we need the wee sweet pick guitars that they make yeah, you know you can. I uh, saw so this sounds like for people who don't play guitar, so you'll play the the chord. But as you're playing the chord, you're kind of you're taking your fingers off the the fretboard as you do it. So it gives that kind of really ring sound kind of when you're doing yeah. that. So, um, but uh, I but it's very very early rock and roll kind of you know kind yeah. of you know uh, vibe to it. But uh, I think I think if I mind right, um, I read somewhere that Tom Verdine liked um, surf music. 
actually, yeah, yeah. Uh, did you did you come yeah. across that? Yeah, I, I did. Uh, yeah, as and, well and, as and to be honest, I, it's got that kind of that kind of that kind of. Uh, I mean, I've, I've heard. I think I heard. Um, and something I read, it might even have been that Guardian article I was talking about uh-huh. earlier on, um, where they talked about how um, maybe Dick Dale was an influence on him as well, yeah. you know, um, you know, the soft guitar kind of stuff as well. But I don't know if it, it, it was, he maybe said it was, or, or they have assumed it was. But yeah, no, totally. Because when yeah. I talked about, when I talked about earlier on about the bands that I like, and Dead Kennedys are one of my favourite punk bands. But yeah, it's all soft guitar mostly yeah. with Dick Kennedy's or yeah. that kind of stuff, you know. Yeah. And, and and I'm thinking, you know, has television been any sort of influence on uh, East Bay Ray, who's a guitarist, and and uh, Dead Kennedy's quite possibly, you know, yeah. along with you know, or maybe they were both listening to the same kind of things and getting the same influences. I don't know, but um, but there's a very similar. There's a lot of the things I hear on this, I hear in Dead Kennedy's as well, you know. Yeah. Despite Dead Kennedy's been more like kind of aggro and stuff, and again talking about punk. When I listen to Dead Kennedys, it's not it's not just straight power chords all the time. It's all like kind of weird, kind of wiggly guitars, and you know I think that that's maybe why this is resonating with me a lot yeah. more, you know, as well because um, I do hear that kind of thing in in this album. But yeah, but um, working on this case for so long, it's just <laughs> yeah. Aye, this case is closed. It's just <laughs> so cool. <laughs> it's so cool. Aye. <laughs> If I could maybe go back to a time, I think I would like to go to, you know, they were they played at CBGB's for, for, for you kind of had the residency for so long. And um, it's just, it's it's one of the, I can pick a few play, times and places where I would want to go back, but I think that'd be one oh, when to go back and see that. Eh? I, I, like the the um, interview I was telling you that I, I was um, listening to with Lloyd, it was quite funny. He was saying about how they kind of came about at their res- residency there and, they were kind of one of the, if not the first bands to to get to play there quite a bit, and he was like, it was just good enough that, you know, it wasn't that wasn't other people weren't wanting to come and take our slot, and you yeah, know, it was just yeah. enough of a dive, but it was kind of better than than some of the other places. Then went on to just talk about what a shithole it was, <laughs> like is it like there was homeless people sleeping outside, and there was yeah, yeah. crap coming in out. So so, but that vibe, I suppose, and. I think how they did it a lot of the times for the years like kind of leading up to this, they they double headlined. So if it was whether it was Blondie or the Ramones or whatever bands mm. were were playing, they would both play like two different slots. So there wasn't a headline show, right? Okay, you know, so they would ah, kind of right, like yeah, you, they'd maybe play two sets, and, and yeah. you saw Blondie, then you saw you saw Television, and then you saw again if ah, you hung yeah, about, I... you saw the other one or what? Yep. Uh-huh. So um. That uh, and not... Studio Fifty Four—that's another place I would uh, like to go back to. Because New York uh, that time is meant to be extremely kind of like grimy. Uh, yeah, drugs. Know, the, uh, late seventies, uh, early eighties, yeah. and stuff. Uh, yeah, and then it got obviously cleaned up. I would up, never uh, survive. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, no, I don't think I don't. <laughs> but no, but I do. But yeah, I mean, I think we do. We we do romanticize these things when it's, we see it in footage. Not just. I mean, Absolutely. I see, I see old New York. I mean, even in like. You know, taxi driver. <laughs> You're watching it, and it and it looks so fucking awful, but it looks amazing at the same time. You yeah, know? <laughs> you yeah. Know? I, when you're saying that, because I'll do that with like when I think about Studio Fifty Four and all the yeah. what you think is glamour. You know, 
Bianca Jagger coming in and horses and all this sort of stuff. And then <laughs> you really think it's probably the seediest, dirtiest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You probably go and go, ah, I, 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 just get me home, please. Yeah, uh, and, you, and you glamorise it, eh? Like, like it's something great, but it would have been yeah. grim. <laughs> aye. And even like that. Fun, but grim. Aye, I know. And, 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 and even when I see the footage of early early hip-hop scene and all that, and you see them out in decks in the street and all that, and like 1980 and 81 yeah. and all that, and it just looks yeah. cool as fuck. You're like, oh, wow, that's a yeah. bit. But these people are living in fucking poverty, man. Pure, it pure poverty. Yeah. Uh, it, was, it was not cool in the slightest for these, these people, you yeah. know, and, and but you just look at it and go, wow, I wish I was there. Yeah, you know, I love but that. I think that's, that's the thing. Of... You, you look like you're there, uh, but the, the difference is, you and I in that situation could walk in and go, "That's cool," and then go and stay in our hotel afterwards. You know, yeah, you know that's that's a difference, I suppose. You know, these people. Yeah, I like that and, though. The the yeah. cultural talk around what we think. Absolutely. You know, I love that. I love that. But yeah, in terms of seeing and all that, you know, experiencing these really, really high energy, sweaty gigs, especially when when it's bands like this, you know, like like television and and all these these bands that run at the time when when there was a movement happening you know there was actually yeah. something something happening that wasn't you know it wasn't because music these days you know to sound like an old man and all that but music these days you know, there's, a, there's a huge element of regurgitation now you yeah. know but, but in the 70s it was still there was still things you know developing for the first time yeah Whereas, you know, now it's probably, you probably hear a new band and go, oh, that's really cool, but I can hear like five bands in this band, yeah. you know, and, yeah. you know, whereas with this, it's not that obvious. You can hear, okay, certain influences we're talking about, you know, prove it, having that kind of, you know, surf. Yeah. I don't know how much they would have been like aware they were part of that movement or what if they were interested in that at all. Eh? They were yeah, probably just all it. arty. Yeah. yeah Whereas exactly. like with the punk move- movement and that, that's one that gets talked about quite a bit. They knew there was a movement and a change and a culture, yeah, yeah. like a like a a, a, a a change brewing with youngsters and all that sort of mm-hmm. stuff. But yeah. but um but yeah, I'm not sure about it for if that's what they were trying to do with this. But yeah, um yeah. yeah. Not necessarily, but aye. But uh, last song, yeah. Tom Curtin. This is deep, eh? It really is, isn't it? You know, um, even... I kind of don't know where to start. I'll, a favourite line, and it almost comes instantly, is that when's be- when beauty meets abuse, you know the tone curtain, but, you know... For, yeah, beauty meets it. abuse, yeah, yeah. Yeah, where does it... Uh, yeah, so, I love it. Absolutely. And then just... I like that kind of style, which is maybe a wee bit different on compared to some of the other singles. That just going back to the tone curtain next bit, tone curtain kind of next bit. Yeah. Um, well, see the drum thing at the start. Also, it was the drums, and it does that. Yeah, that, you know, yeah. That's, that's that's the first time that happens as well on the album, isn't it? Ah, like uh, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just the drums on its own. Yeah. I, it's it's, it's oh, I love it. I mean, that's off the Billy Fika Fika Billy. Billy. <laughs> <laughs> but um no it's it's stunning um and then and then obviously well i've just got i love everything about this song there's nothing i don't like or nothing that i think is out of place or it's just perfect the holding I mean, back the years and the, the you know holding yeah. back the tears holding back the when aye, the, yeah. and the kind of backing vocals and as well that that's emotional is it to me it totally, is eh? totally you know and i think there's a good back to his voice i think he's got that voice that you know he feels every word you know, nah. he means every word, and and we're saying, what does he mean? He knows nah. what he means. He might nah. not, he might not divulge that, 
Yeah. And that's cool, you know, but he knows what he means. And when he sings, you know, it's it's real. And, and having seen, like I say, having seen footage of them live yeah. and all that when he's performing, it's almost like these people just burn really bright and then just, well, and then they're away, you know? But they, to be fair, the band kind of did in a, in a way, because even mm. though they played for a while before they recorded, the, you know, uh, Marquee Moon, you know, they recorded their second album, like something like six months, or it was when the next year or what that the second album came yeah. out, and then it was it was over. They only had the first two first two albums. Obviously, they went on to kind of come back in kind of different forms. But um, yeah, I, I get that where it, it was... It was contained for me into these yeah, kind of two yeah, early, uh-huh. where it was maybe burnt quite bright, and then, yeah, yeah. and then it, it so that can kind of the story. Work out. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. I, I, I get what you mean. One mm. thing we have not really spoke on as well is the bass player. I know that Richard Tell played with them kind of early doors. Ah, and yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, there was talk. I think it just didn't, it didn't work. And then, and then when they got Fred Smith in for bass, it, I don't even think they were sure about continuing or what. And then mm. he just provided that kind of strong, you know, strong base to, to allow them to be, to allow them to do what they were doing. So, uh, um, so. No, as yeah. in again, seeing the footage on before them playing, it's like, that's a band that is totally fit together, you know, yeah. totally on it, you know. I think they had their just, problems, eh? Like, probably, with, the, like, like, with themselves, eh? Right, did they? Is that... Well, I think they were all pretty... Uh, strong and what they wanted and where they were wanting oh, that's to go. Cool. And... That's probably why then. Ah, that, right. that makes a lot of sense actually because because they seem I don't know. There's just they're just uh, I mean I, I think it was put, easy put it that yeah, way. <laughs> yeah, no, but I think th- that makes the best music as far as I'm yeah. concerned. You know, um, you know because if there is friction and there is you know people fighting for the the thing, you know, you'll get you'll get something great out of that usually. Yeah. Um, there's somebody just saying, ah, yeah, that's fine. I'll just play drums in your song. Yeah. Yeah, I'll just yeah. play bass in your song. I don't really like it that much, but I'll play it anyway. You know, that's so. Um, that makes a lot of sense to me actually. You know that they yeah. were they were all invested in it as opposed yeah, to just you I know think, yeah that's yeah maybe right that you know ah yeah. yeah maybe like Fred turned up and just saying ah listen I'm just a bass player I'll just play some bass lines you know but it sounds yeah. like you know they were all. Yeah, oh, and they have that dedication that. to play and practice is what when do do yeah. what they did the way the way it kind of they, they, they set up. But mm. um, but yeah, kind of going back to Tone Curtain, it's some it's some out out last song in it. it oh, is totally, definitely yeah, the, yeah, yeah. And, and where then, it kind of fades, the kind of yeah. even the the holding back the years, the kind of the longer. Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. it's longer. Whereas a lot, you yeah. know, they prove it, the friction, you know, the quite ah, quick. Yeah, but this is like, a longer, quite kinda, syncopated kind of yeah, stuff. Right? But uh, yeah. this is this is just really kind of smooth and no smooth, yeah. but it's um oh, what's the word? Floaty, maybe long, yeah, long, yeah. I just, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, I don't have any. I'm not gonna have a vocabulary, so I'll just. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but no, an absolutely brilliant track. Probably at this moment in time, might be my favourite on the album. Yeah, might be, might be. Could be elevations up there. Tone yeah. cutting. Um. Title track Venus. Aye, aye, something out of those four, I think, are my favourites. You know, I still listen to this album in, in, in its entirety. Ah, you, you never Absolutely. just listen to the first like, two songs, turn it off or whatever. Yeah, yeah or yeah. flick it. Oh, I love, aye, I love Venus, yeah, so I'm yeah. going to put Venus on. Yeah. I still, and like I say, I think that's where it, probably where my love, uh, like, complete, like, listening to whole albums is mm. because, yeah. you know, I put it on, I put it on at the start, or I can put it on where it's, and just let it play, you mm. know? Absolutely. Yeah. 
you know, and where it, I think I that's where my love for finding where it fits in the album and in it and it's in like it is a piece, yeah, rather than just individual songs, which is maybe mm-hmm. maybe not quite how I listen to some newer music now. Sometimes, yeah, yeah. no, I get that. Um, and it, to to me, it is it does it, that saying it's a piece. I think that does make a lot of sense, even though it's not a lap, it's not a concept album or anything like that, but it's. It's um, you know, as we said, the lyrics are all based around that kind of, you know, um, you know, New York scene, and you know, and, and uh, well, obviously, like, was it French literature and all that coming in there? And yeah, I think that's just because he was know. well read, and yeah, that's it. He's just you he's know. calling up on certain, yeah, yeah, certain authors and um, aye, books he's read I'm, and all that. But I maybe been too lazy in the fact that probably if the album was getting played in the car. You weren't really changing the CD every two minutes or what as well. Yeah, it was yeah, just, no, that but, was yeah. what it was. And I listened uh-huh. to that for maybe that yeah. was the album in the car for a month or what. I know. <laughs> I, I remember it used you to be that. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Aye. <laughs> Definitely. Um, and, and that's it, you know. So, but, but that's, but that's, that, I mean, again, listening to an album, I, I think now, I think, like I say, doing this podcast and, and previous podcasts, where it's an album I've, I've just experienced, I think it's 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 telling me now that never, never just listen to an album once and and think you know what. Um, yeah. Don't get me wrong. If you, I mean, you 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 must have yourself an artist you like, and you get a new album and you you listen to it and you go, hmm, don't know. Is that it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But. Because you bought it and because an artist you like, you'll give it another listen and you give it another yeah. listen and it might end up being one of your favourite albums. Yeah. I've had that quite a few times. But but an album, an artist that you haven't got no investment in and, you know, you've, you know, listened to it once. Ah, oh, well, I've heard that. It. It's not my thing. You know, yeah. I mean, I'm very wary of that now. Not to, yeah, unless good. it's just a, unless it's just a style of music or a, just a, a genre or just it's, it's something that immediately... This is just this is awful, <laughs> you yeah, know. Yeah. You know, if, if I listen to something and go, this is fucking awful, then it's awful, and I'm not going to look any further. But if I listen to it and go, yeah, uh, yeah, I'll listen to it again. Yeah, good. But the thing about this is, as I will say, it wasn't like that for me. It was just a bit like, okay, it was more like, okay, see what the second lesson brings. It was more like that as opposed to... I wonder if it's because you knew that you were going to have to listen to it again a few times. don't know, possibly. You know, you know what I mean? That you've, yep. um, that you know you've, you've persisted with it. But no, great shout, Lucy. This is, this, is a, this is a brilliant album and I'm, I'm just so glad now that I, I know what, what television... Well, certainly this album is. Um, and now I know they've got another album. I definitely want to go and check that out yeah, as well now. And, adventure. And, um, adventure, second yeah, album. Adventure, is that, is that yeah. right? I'll check that out, and I'm really looking forward to listening to that now. But, uh, but I didn't want to listen to anything more. I wanted to just focus on this album. So yeah, I absolutely. Like, you, like yeah, my, absolutely. start getting mixed up with all the songs yeah. and other things. But I'm definitely going to go and check that out. So excellent, excellent choice. And um, I'm so you're glad. welcome. So so glad that, <laughs> that, that I have this album in my life now, and I sincerely mean that. You know, yeah. uh, and uh, check out the album cover when it comes. I will. You look I at will. that. I will. Good long look. Good long look. Well, that's it for uh, Mark E. Moon. So it's my my turn to tell you what to listen to now, Lucy. Yeah. Right. So, got to go seven years before this. Okay. In 1970. And it's Black Sabbath's second album. Right. And it's Paranoid. Okay. 
right? So I want you to go away and listen to that. So it's like uh, I was thinking about Sabbath, and I was thinking about what's what's it's almost like an entry level Sabbath album. I'm thinking it'd probably be that. Right. Second, second album. Now it's got you probably heard the song Paranoid. You might have heard that before. Very famous Sabbath song. If you if not, you'll probably hear it and go, Oh, I know this one. Yeah. Um you may have heard War Pigs. Quite a big song. That opens the album. But no not a, not a Scooby. Good. Good. I, well, I, like you say, if 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 I listen to it and think, Oh right, I, I've maybe heard this before, it's not in my psyche the now. Good, right? Well, that's that's I like I like yeah. I like it that way. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so Black Sabbath second album, Paranoid, nineteen seventy. So yeah, we'll, and we'll reconvene and we'll get a chat about that. Does that yeah. sound good? Sounds good. Sounds good. Excellent. And uh, it's got eight tracks like this as well. So oh, has it? Yeah, there you go. Right, so. because I've already you're already busting my 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 thoughts on what I think Black Sabbath are about. Right, okay. Straight away, so... Right. Interesting. Right, yeah. Okay, so yeah, 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 yeah. check it out. Yeah, um, If you don't like this album, then you probably don't need to look any further. Right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? It's one of those ones that I don't think uh, there's, there's probably no point. <laughs> Right, no, because it would be probably be, I would never probably listen to this yeah. any other way. So I like that. Good. Looking Good. forward to it. Good. Excellent. Superb. Well, we'll leave okay. it there. And uh, thanks everybody for listening. Um I've had a lot of fun and uh, I'm just so glad that Marky Moon is in my life now. Yeah, good. It's good to start with a good one. Aye, absolutely. <laughs> so well, everybody, look after yourselves and uh, we'll see you next time for some Sabbath. <laughs>